Hello, what's up, everybody? Welcome on once again to another episode of Behind the Voice. Thank you so much for clicking on this podcast. If you really enjoyed it, please give us a review. That would highly appreciate it. And thank you once again for for joining in because this one is again another exciting one that I've been wanting to talk to for a really long time. Marvel games are amazing, and Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy game is even better. I cannot, you know, recommend enough. That everybody should at least try this game out because this game was really amazing. And so I got to talk to the voice actor of Star Lord, Mr. John McLaren himself, and he was amazing because he's not only a person who plays the character in a video game, he also loves playing video game. He himself streams on Twitch by the name John McLaren IRL. You can find him out there. You can follow him. He's a lovely guy and amazing community. It was so much fun talking to John McLaren about Star-Lord and how he was in so much pressure playing that particular character and so much more and also answers about who opens the fridge in the game. Well, without any further ado, let's just jump in. Hey, thank you for having me, man. What's up, everybody? How you doing? <laughs> this is so cool. Uh, I Ever since when, when the game was announced, it's back in 2021, when the game was like was about to come out and I was like, I was a little bit concerned about the game. And when I got to play it, when I finished it, I was like, wow, this is so cool. I, I enjoyed Star-Lord so much. And it's like, I enjoyed every single character so much. I felt like this, these characters were like, in, for me at least, were so much better, greater than the, than the movies, at least for me, I really enjoyed it. But it's been one full year for the game. Like, like now the game has 8 million players in total last I checked. So what what do you feel about the game? First of all, one one full year, and now so many people played it. It's um, yeah, man. It's 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 almost hard to fathom that that many people have played the yeah. game. Like eight million is uh, that's that's a lot of people worldwide, which is insane to me. And I mean, I mean, we knew we knew kind of coming into release, or we kind of felt anyways that we had a bit of an uphill. A uh, bit of an uphill battle just because of, you know, perceptions before the game yeah. uh, came out and stuff like that. People were a little bit unsure about it. But um, I think thankfully due to just the nature of people just pouring their, their heart and soul into this game and, um, you know, having a really strong foundational story, um, you know, hats off to the entire uh, creative team at Eidos and the you know the narrative director Mary Demarl and her team what they did with the story and I mean they just they knocked it out of the park and they they wrote a beautiful story that I think really connected with a lot of people I think that's ultimately why people love the game so much you know aside from you know that the gameplay was solved uh, graphically it was incredible the animation team did such a good job shout out just just everybody on the team just gave 150 percent and put their heart and soul us us included and uh, I'm just I'm I'm so grateful that it, it resonated with people so well, and then people really enjoyed it. And thank you for whoever <laughs> has played the game. I that's that's awesome because a lot of people, again, as I said, like there's a lot of people had questions, they were not sure, but once few people played it, they were sort of recommending to other people, like, hey, do you actually have to play this? This is actually pretty good. And like I, I tried to tell as many people as I could, and when they played it, they were like blown away how how good this game was and i'm like yeah this is, game is so good and i'm like ever since that day i've been waiting for like maybe there's a second game and i would love to see <laughs> more of the of the misfits do you think that that could happen like a second game a sequel i have no idea unfortunately that's not something that we are 
really privy to. They don't, we kind of go in, we do our job and then they, they kind of cut us <laughs> off. And I mean, we're still in touch with people, but on, on that side of things, the business side of things, that's just not something that we're, uh, we're privy to, unfortunately. I mean, I, I'm here if they ever approach us, I would, I would love to jump back and do, uh, jump back into star Lord and work with that team again. Cause there, there's a lot of really incredible people at Eidos and uh, it would be an honor to do it again, but yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Wish there was a way, but I mean, I guess we'll yeah. have, we have to wait and see what happens. Uh, but, yeah. but, but it's cool because I, I know you have like, you've been streaming on Twitch and playing so many video games. Uh, I, the last time I saw you playing high on life uh, and uh, I think, it's so cool that you've been sharing these games, but do you have like a favorite game that, uh, or maybe one game that you like the most? Yeah. I mean, I think probably my, I, I've got a few franchises that are up there for probably my favorite of all time, but it probably hands down. I mean, my easily number one of all time is legend of Zelda. <laughs> yeah. I've played them all. I've played them all front to back each and every one of them. That's just, it's a series I grew up with. Um, uh, I mean, Breath of the Wild was one of the greatest games of all time, in my in my opinion. Well, a lot of people's opinions. <laughs> That's Can't true. Wait for Tears of the Kingdom, <laughs> Tears of the Kingdom is going to be. I, I hope it surpasses everything that Breath of the Wild did and more. But uh, Legend of Zelda's up there. Um, Last of Us, God of War, any Mario game, uh, Uncharted. I like a lot of uh, Halo. Is another big one. I played a lot of Halo in my day as well. I'm. I like. Um, I used to be really hardcore into shooters. Um, I still play them from time to time, not as not as competitively as I, I used to. And I I don't even want to say competitive because if I stepped into <laughs> any competitive shooter online match, I'd get dusted real quick. But uh, uh, you know, platformers, anything that's story driven is is always up my alley. And um, what was another game I played on stream? Uh, Tunic. Oh yeah. If you guys haven't played Tunic, check Tunic out. It is a kind of a spiritual nod to to Zelda yeah. roguelikes. It's don't let the cute graphics uh <laughs> fool you. It will it will destroy you. Yeah. Uh, it's very <laughs> in the hard. best of ways. <laughs> oh, it's so good. It's, it's so it's, good. It's but, good. It's 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 yeah, it destroys you. <laughs> it's not cute. Yeah, but I've been I've been like I've been a lifelong gamer since I was a kid. I mean, my first system was the original NES. Um, and, uh, Gar what, what was awesome with guardians is that streaming and, and Twitch and, and that kind of, uh, that community and, and that atmosphere was always, I, I always knew about it. I'd never really considered it until I got involved with guardians and I, I, it just kind of, you know, and at that time, you know, we were in kind of the heat of COVID and I was like, this would be a good time. Cause I got a lot of time as many people did during COVID. <laughs> This would be a good time to maybe take a look at it and you know so i ramped up during covid probably six months before the game dropped got the equipment got the gear the microphones the capture cards all that fun stuff and i started streaming and and it's it's so much fun and we've built a, a really incredible community that we call the rough cut collective that's <laughs> that's kind of our our jam if you look at the logo it's the logo is based off my dog which i'm not He's pacing right now. I'm not sure if you can hear him walking around in the background. I apologize if you can, but uh, it's kind of a play on words, rough, R-U-F-F, -F, but uh, <laughs> a lot of really good people, and I'm really fortunate to have been able to build this amazing community of, of people that just love to come out, hang out, watch games, and uh, 
and, and really help each other uh, through the good and the bad. So yeah, very, very blessed. I, I love, I love uh, being there. I, whenever I get the time and if I, if I have the time because time zones for me, is working really great when I wa- want to watch something. So uh, it's it's whenever I try get to be there, it's so fun to watch you play games. The community is awesome. So if you guys haven't oh, dude, actually, thank you, thank you so much for hanging out, man. I appreciate yeah. it. I I enjoy it a lot. Whenever you're alive, and I'm like, oh, let's let's check it out. I gotta check it out. And it's so fun to communicate with people. Uh, it's really fun. So if thank you guys you. haven't checked it out, I think you should definitely. It's so fun. Uh, especially when you get there and he calls everybody legend. It's so amazing. So <laughs> I just legend <laughs> <laughs> that right there. This fills your heart with like, yeah, if you guys want to check it out, I'm just, uh, it's just my name, John McLaren, IRL on, on Twitch. I'm John McLaren or John McLaren, IRL on all things pretty much. So <laughs> love to have you. Hell yeah. Uh, well, jump back to, to guardians of the galaxy. I know star Lord yeah. is, uh, is a character that a lot of people love from the, the Marvel universe was there ever a pressure when you were working on it was there ever a pressure that okay i have to maybe be as good or maybe try to fill the shoes or was it like okay i can i can fill the role as my my own it was terrifying (laughs) (laughs) no i mean when we first found out that we got it it was you know there's that immediate moment of excitement because it's not every day that you get to jump into you know a marvel franchise and and be such an iconic character so i I mean i'm not gonna lie when i first found out i i cried i was so excited (laughs) and then yeah i mean you know part of you it it sets in and you're like oh shit like yeah this is big i can't mess this up and like i mean yeah i mean we've all come up with mcu over the past what 15 20 years i don't know when when did the first the first one x-men that was way back i think it's probably 20 years i guess so because yeah it's pretty yeah it's got to be close i mean i don't think the original x-men was part of the mcu no mcu canon as we know it now but yeah yeah, i mean i've grown up like many of us you know reading some of the comics i grew up watching like x-men animated series in the 90s that was like Oh, that was my that was jam, beautiful. dude. It was so, so good. For those of you who know, you know, and they're, they're re-releasing it. But, you know, I grew up with all this stuff. And so, you know, with that and then with the MCU being as big as it is uh, and incredible as it is. Yeah, I mean, there's there's an inherent amount of, I guess, a little bit of pressure. Um, but I think that just comes from, you know, my love for for Marvel, even even DC, all things comics and and you know, superhero related stuff that I grew up with. It just comes from that love and wanting to do, you know, wanting to do the characters justice. And, and yeah, of course, you know, you're going to be, you're going to be compared to the MCU counterparts uh, and that's natural. But what was really nice is that um, after signing on from day one, the entire team, um, you know, our our creative director, uh, JF and cinematic director, Daryl Purdy, uh, they were very adamant from day one that they wanted us to make these our own. They wanted they wanted these to be unique characters in our own unique video game universe, if you will. And and Marvel was very adamant on saying we do not want this to be the MCU. We don't want it to be like it. We want it to be its its own thing that stands alone in its own universe. So essentially, we're we're given the keys and they unlock the kingdom and they're you know, have fun with it. And 
thankfully we had an incredible team behind us to steer us in the right direction and um i, th- I think it turned out wonderfully and oh yeah yeah i i i think it turned out wonderfully i loved there's so many moments <laughs> especially uh when there was like the emotional moments of star lord at the very end of the game with nikki i was like wow i cannot believe we have gone this far <laughs> it's like i never expected to have like emotional connection there um and i was like i was getting emotional i was like how is this happening uh, how am i getting emotional what is this so it was so cool to see that uh, you know so many different sides of of these characters even though you guys are funny you guys talk a lot and you guys are funny and then you have these emotional insane scenes i'm like wow this game is everything that i wanted to see in a video game especially in a yeah. superhero game yeah, and I think that's a testament again. And I, I again, I got to shout out um, Mary Demarle, the senior narrative director of the game, and her entire team. Like they did such an incredible job of crafting a down to earth, relatable story somehow in this space epic epic that has like llamas, like, <laughs> you know, llamas. like running around and you know, <laughs> giant gods, but like they did such a good job of grounding the story in, in themes that we can all relate to themes of, you know, loss and grief and family. And, and that's what I, that's what I love the most about our game is that, you know, unlike a film, we had so much time to kind of dive into each character's backstory and each one of the, the guardians are all dealing with some sort of, of loss of, of family, you know, Drax with his family group, his home world, uh, rocket with, uh, Lila Gamora with, you know, her sister and, and star Lord, of course, with his mother, which, which many people already know, but like what a lot of people, you know, hadn't really been too exposed to, unless you had, you know, read, uh, guardians from the early days in the comics is like, the backstories of the other characters and by touching upon those common themes that we all share again of you know grief lost family finding new family that those are the kinds of things that really resonate with people because they're real human emotions and they're things that we can all relate to and and again hats off or mask off (laughs) for starlord mask off to uh to mary and her team for just creating such an incredible story that hits as you said it hits those highs where we're just off the wall insane hilarious or just ripping into each other but then having moments where i even me myself when i played it on stream uh was brought to tears yeah and i'm in the game i knew that i knew these (laughs) scenes were coming and it was bringing me to tears and and it's just a testament to to the story to the animation team to just ah everything the whole team that's awesome. That's so I'm cool. still in awe, <laughs> even a year later. <laughs> I am always in awe. I'm like, wow, this this was such a well done game. And I'm so happy that I got to play. I'm so happy that a lot of people are getting to play now. It's so it's so incredible. Um, but if you like if you had a chance to or if you were casted in the MCU, um, which which hero or villain would you like to play? Wolverine. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I mean, I mean that will never happen because there's too many amazing people in this. Steve is hands down. Yeah. He is Wolverine. Like that's <laughs> nobody's going to top that. But I mean, in, in my, in the multiverse of video games and the world Wolverine, cause I, I grew up, I'm Canadian as well. Yeah. You know, I grew up watching X-Men. That's, that's one of my favorite, uh, Marvel properties. And, uh, I've always, always loved wolverine but you know um who else would be cool i was like gambit 
That's like oh. Gambit was cool. He's a cool <laughs> character. Yeah. A lot of people a lot of people think I'd be perfect for Cyclops. Oh. I'd take Cyclops. <laughs> <laughs> that that can happen too. I would love to see and that. And that's actually. just within that's just within the X-Men universe. There's so many incredible characters that would be uh be amazing to play. Yeah, I can actually both protagonists and antagonists. I can actually see that I, you can be a very good Wolverine, to be honest. I love the character Wolverine so much. And oh, thank you. <laughs> I, I actually have watched the movies first. I didn't read the comics. I've seen the animated uh, X-Men series, but I've never seen... I only got to love a lot more because of the Wolverine movies that came out, with the X-Men movies that yeah. came out with Hugh Jackman. And I'm like, well, I, if, if, you, yeah. if you're recasting again, I think John McLaren would be a great uh, Wolverine. I would love to see that. Wait, are you, ta- are you talking... Are you talking- Cinematic universe? Are you talking? You know what? Actually, both would be great. <laughs> Cinematic <laughs> and video game. Just take Dude, it. I gotta, I gotta hit the gym hard if that's gonna happen. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even. I don't even want that, man. People, you know, Hugh Jackman is is the quintessential Wolverine in the cinematic universe. Steve is is the quintessential <laughs> universe, like Wolverine in the 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 comic uh video game universe tv i yeah. think i would get straight up attacked <laughs> <laughs> hey you never know maybe if maybe... that role is ever put into other people's hands <laughs> maybe there will be a wolverine maybe you you will be getting a like a uh parallel universe alternate universe thing i would love to love to see that hey you never know you never know <laughs> only when they're ready to pass the torch <laughs> <laughs> that's 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 true um, but but okay, let's let's go back to Star Lord a little bit. But when you when you got to play the role, uh, how how was there a kind of a process to get into the character of Star Lord? Did you have any process, or was it like you saw the script, you just went with it? Yeah, I mean, uh, I approached the character like I would any other character. You know, you do a bunch of uh, you do your homework, you dig into their backstory, and and luckily again, um, I know I keep I keep singing the praises of the the narrative team, but luckily when we signed on they had um essentially a, a guardians called the guardians bible if you will um wow. many i don't i don't even know how many pages it was many 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 <laughs> many pages a bible full of information on um the backstories of each character the world um where everybody's coming from um and uh as they saw it i mean in their video game users as they saw it, their characters. So uh, luckily they gave us that massive Bible, which was a, a huge help. And then in terms of ap- actual preparation, I mean, I treated it like any other project. You know, you sit down, you go through the script multiple times, although it's funny in video games because, you know, a lot of times in video games, they don't have a definitive script from day one. It's they they build the games in, you know, vertical slices or chunks and, you know, so a lot of the writing is happening at the same time as you're, you know, in their filming, they're, they're writing the next, next chunk that they want to shoot and, and implement into the game. But, yeah, you know, you sit down and you, you know, you, I break out my million different highlighters and make my character notes and scribble all over the script and, you know, <laughs> do my thing. But, uh, no, the, uh, the, the, the got G Bible, so to speak, was a, a huge help in, in diving into, the characters and uh, I, I truthfully ignored everything else. I ignored everything else from the comics and uh, from the MCU because I didn't want it to bleed into 
what I was doing with the game because they were, again, they were very, very adamant on making this our own version. So yeah, that's great. That, lovely. I, I, I'm happy that you got to uh, do it in the in the best way that you can. Uh, but you know, when I was Thank playing, you. when I was playing the game, uh, there was one thing that kept on happening, and that was uh, this fridge kept on opening. Uh, so, do you have any answer of who kept on opening that fridge that we had to keep on closing? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, uh, I, I don't know. I'm just Starlord. Um, <laughs> Knew it. Should have been. I, I was probably, you know, it's probably. It was probably, you know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with Drax. Drax, Drax did is a it. Big guy. I can only imagine his, uh, his workout and food regimen is pretty, <laughs> pretty heavy. Yeah. So I imagine Drax probably got to be in the, in the fridge quite a bit. But it was Star Lord. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I you know, it's funny. It, I don't think it made it into the game in any fashion. But one day we were on set and we were joking about the the fridge gag and uh, I said to Daryl Purdy our, our director our cinematic director I was like wouldn't it be funny if we just mo-capped um you know fridge animations and because uh, we did have to we did have to mocap some of them just you know opening and closing the fridge but yeah. during that I was like wouldn't it be funny if this and he's like what I'm like watch this and i just kind of walked up to the i walked up to the where the fridge would have been in yeah. the room and i walked up and i was just like <laughs> opened it and ran away and left the fridge open and <laughs> oh my god <laughs> yeah and then we all took turns doing like fridge gags of opening the fridge and leaving it open but i don't think it made it into the final game but so it was everybody who did it <laughs> everybody. yeah but nobody wants to admit to it i'll admit to it it was me <laughs> <laughs> but no, you know what? I I I I actually I think it was Star Lord because if you go into the cutscenes when he was a child, mm -hmm. and you go into the basement and you look at that fridge, it's open. So I think I think Star Lord's got a bad habit of not fully closing <laughs> the fridge. Yeah, since childhood he was like he didn't yeah. learn that he didn't learn to close the fridge or the damn things or the damn things broken and rocket needs to get on top of it fix that thing man <laughs> yeah i will in the end blame rocket yeah the rocket needs to fix yeah. it <laughs> well speaking of rocket there's this one more thing that i kept you know happened i kept on doing it is uh, if you had the option to to throw rocket or you know something else is it always throw rocket or it's all it's there's only one option in that scene and that's throw a rocket every damn time sorry alex <laughs> you gotta go but you gotta go you gotta go <laughs> you have to, you have his, to fly. his reactions when you throw them are so good alex was he's such a perfect rocket oh man oh man it. so funny to, to <laughs> when he lands all the way over there all the amount of oh my god so fun to to listen to that banter <laughs> yeah um uh, but you know Going back to Star Lord, uh, what do you think, Star Lord? Uh, according to Star Lord, uh, who 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 do you, does he think or who does he likes the most in the team? Oh man, who does he like the most, Star Lord personally? Yeah, oh, that is so hard. That is so hard. Maybe Groot, because Groot can't really talk back to him, or he doesn't understand him if he does. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can say anything to him, I guess. <laughs> uh, 
ہے میرا فیت بیڈ فار کروٹ شیئر intimate scenes which each with each and every guardian uh pertaining to what they were going through and that was something that i was very blessed because you don't always get to do that with all the you know every character that you play but it was i found it very interesting that they were all going through similar but different scenarios and yeah. and on a personal note uh you know I think he kind of related to them all in that way. And that was, that's one of the things that I love most about the story and about playing Star-Lord in this game is that you got to connect with each of the main characters um, throughout the game in various different ways. Um, one that always pops out and it's a scene that you might even completely miss is the, the scene with Drax uh, in Nowhere at the Rift. I don't know if you got to see that or not when he's talking about... you know what happens you know after death oh and, yeah you know yeah. kind of heaven and all that kind of thing and his you know losing his wife and star lord losing his mother and it's just beautiful it's beautifully written and there's just some really beautiful moments that i was very fortunate to experience not only with the main guardians but you know you know the supporting cast as well like nikki like the scene with nikki you're talking yeah. about or there's a scene with with Corel where he finally, you know, figures out that she's, you know, she's passed. Sorry, spoiler. Yeah. Yeah. But it's, I think we're safe. It's, it's been I out think for over safe, a year. Yeah. So, like, I think we're safe. We should have played safe, the game. Goddamn. <laughs> yeah. It was just, that was one of my favorite parts about playing Star-Lord is, is being able to share those moments with, with all of the main characters in the game, which was incredible. That's, that's amazing. Do you think that um, those moments would be like kind of your favorite moments from the game? Or do you have anything else as like kind of a favorite moment? I mean, there's tons. Again, again, Drax at the Rift. The scene with Nikki was really powerful. There's multiple scenes with, with Nikki that were really powerful. Um, oh, it's tough. There's so much, man. Like these are just these are the emotional scenes. That scene with Corell. Um, I always love that scene. Talk. Uh, there's another scene with Corell in in the office where, uh, again, you might have missed it if you don't choose the right pass and such, mm -hmm. but. You know, Star Lord, you know, picks up uh, a little chewy uh, action <laughs> figure from Star Wars. Yeah. And he's like, oh, I, I gotta, I gotta, let me ask Chewy here. And he's like, Grrr. and I do the thing. And <laughs> that was completely unplanned. And I just did it. We didn't even think we were going to be allowed to do it because it's, you know, Star Wars. And, yeah. you know, the fact that they kept it in the game, I, I love. Um, It's really hard though because there's there's so many that's on the emotional side which is easy to remember but, but there were so many moments throughout shooting where it's just we're just bantering nonstop the entire game and and all of the hilarious jokes that happened are almost impossible to pick one because oh, yeah. it, every day we were on set we were you know on the brink of tears laughing it was it was so much fun so much fun Uh, I have I have seen that shoot. I've seen that gag reel uh, a blooper reel I think you can say like when uh, you guys are talking about doing these scenes and and <laughs> and Rocket had so many insults like so many dark insults that you guys oh, are like yeah. oh gosh <laughs> laughing at there like yeah. what is he saying 
if you'll if you'll allow me, I got to shout out uh, Simon Habib. He put one of those uh, blooper reels together. He he literally was taking footage from after every day, and he he stitched them together into these incredible blooper reels. And uh, shout out to Simon. He was uh, he was the lead facial animator on the game, and he's uh, he's a good friend of mine now. And he's also again going back to Twitch. He's one of the mods on my Twitch. But uh, shout out to Simon. Thank you for putting those together because I'll I'll have that you know, for life. And, uh, it's, it's a lot of fun to go back to and, and watch. Yeah. It's really, it's, really neat. It's a lot of fun. I laugh every single time. I have no idea how you guys <laughs> kept a straight face and did all these scenes because I don't know how, if I would have been chosen, I would be laughing all the time and they will be like, just get out. You're fine. <laughs> oh, like there's a scene where Alex and I, we're under uh, hypnosis from Cosmo and we start barking like dogs and like, <laughs> It might look like we got through it without laughing, but it was, it's harder to, we were probably nine takes out of 10 laughing our asses off. <laughs> like, oh, they're not laughing in that one. Okay. Use that one. <laughs> oh my God. That was such a hilarious scene. I'm like, why are they barking now? So <laughs> I love that. I love those moments. Mm, uh, but so good. <laughs> But uh, you've been, you've been, you know, aside from acting in video games, you've been acting in movies, uh, and you got so many amazing uh, projects. I think one of them was Sappy Holidays that uh, that you got yep. to be a part of. I unfortunately couldn't see it because I don't know where to see it. Unfortunately, here I don't have, I don't know where it kind of gets streamed or anything. But I would definitely love to watch that. It looked the trailer looked amazing. Um, so congratulations! Yeah, I think to that, that one was. Um... I think that one was uh you can I think that one you can watch on Amazon if you through Amazon if you have a uh the Prime subscription. super channel subscription. Um either that or up TV. Yeah. Um, I I think I'll I'll figure it out because you know, over here things get different and it's very hard to sometimes watch movies and TV shows, which is so horrible because sometimes I have some, some series is getting out in some particular streaming platform. When I searched here, it's not there. Yeah. So it's got just distributed somewhere else. Yes. So it's very hard to figure that out, but I'll definitely figure that and out. Different, because, yeah. different distribution platforms. Different distribution, distribution Excuse platforms. me, in different, different countries and stuff yeah, like that. Exactly. It, it, it so, gets tricky. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. But yeah, I, I wanted to watch it. It looked very fun. So congratulations oh, on thank that. Thank you, man. That's, that's pretty cool. Thank you. I appreciate that. Thank so, you. Uh, my question over here is like, what, what would you, uh, like acting in video games versus acting in movies what do you think is like maybe more influential or do you think like acting in both these mediums are like the same in some ways or do you have like any different challenges in either of these mediums different challenges for sure i mean i wouldn't i wouldn't put one above the other i think they're just different uh different mediums that require def a different technique per se um unlike unlike film when you're shooting a, a video game if there's motion capture involved there's no there's no traditional cameras in the sense there are cameras but they're they're infrared cameras which yeah. are picking up uh basically light bouncing all the little you've seen the motion capture suits all the little yeah. million balls that you have to wear and stuff like that but um it's different in the sense that those cameras don't move so when you're filming for for traditional TV or or you know a film, you know there's a lot of stopping and starting because you have to move the camera to different to different angles. With with motion capture, there's there's none of that. It's it's a lot like theater in that sense, in which 
um, there's no stopping. You can you can literally go the entire day without having to change, you know, camera lighting, all of those things that go into making a, a TV or uh, or a film. Those don't really exist in a way. Yeah. There's different technical challenges, but those things don't exist. So it's kind of a it's a a blending of film and, and theater in a way. Um, so it's just different. Um, you know, there's um you know i'd say we were going through a lot more in one day which is which is more indicative of like a theater like experience um whereas in you know film tv depending on the set you can you know you're going through only a subset of pages a day a much smaller amount of pages a day but there's just a lot more moving around a lot more moving pieces and wardrobe changes and all that kind of stuff but um Certainly different challenges either way you slice it. Uh, I wouldn't say I would love one more than the other. Um, I have a I have a, a passion for acting as a whole. So I'm, I'm just I'm always grateful anytime I get to be on any set, whether it be, you know, film, TV, video games. Um, but it was it was real nice. And it was I will say it was a dream come true to to be a part of guardians and that's just by proxy of of growing up loving comics the animated tv shows uh and and being a lifelong gamer like it it's 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 a little trippy to you know fire up a a game for the first time and then oh that's my voice this is weird (laughs) (laughs) yeah it must be weird because it's weird to listen to my own voice so i'm like it's crazy to if, if somebody's in the game this long and hearing your own voice so long it's like i it's first time I yeah i imagine yeah i mean i i it's no different than i'm sure you know you 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 shoot these with people and then you listen to them back whether it be you know via audio podcast or youtube yeah. video or or wherever it ends up going it's 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 weird and i'm sure i'm sure you get it too you're probably like i skip my watching part. yourself or listening and you're like oh I don't want to know. No. Yeah, usually when I'm editing no. it, I, I would skip my part and just like listen to the the thing that people yeah. like the ones yeah, say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll skip the rest of mine. Yeah. <laughs> it's so hard. Yeah. I'm I'm the same way, man. I don't necessarily like listening or watching myself, but <laughs> Well, um I think I want to there's three three questions from the community that people wanted to ask. Uh are you Oh, sure. Uh, some of the questions. Uh, one of them is from Inner Toast. He asked about uh he asked about like to, to talk about the versions of Guardians, uh, the Guardians of the Galaxy, uh, comparing it to MCU. But I, but his other question was, what is your favorite change or difference from the MCU version to this game, if you have any? Um. Yeah. I mean, I'm trying to think. Just in terms of Star Lord uh, himself, or in in terms of the game as a whole. I mean, I think it's this. Is both. I, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I think, I mean, I think this applies and I I touched a bit on it uh, a little bit already, but I think it's just, I think there's a lot more, I don't want to say range. There, there, I mean, there is a great range. There's, there's some really great comedic moments, which I think people are accustomed to in terms of Guardians of the Galaxy, because, you know, they, they, in a lot of ways, ushered in that kind of comedic side i think in the mcu yeah uh obviously they're not the only franchise to do it but um they're what when they do it they do it really really well i mean james gunn and that entire team is 
absolutely incredible. Yeah. Um, and I think I think we did a really good job at that as well. But where where I think we also did a really great job of um, hitting those. I don't want to say lows, but those emotional tones as well. Mm. Uh, they really leaned into that. And and what was amazing, again, I, I touched on it earlier, is that you get to see more of that uh, from each and every character. You know, a lot of people know that, you know, Star-Lord lost his mother. Yeah, uh, That reigns true in our game as well. However, it was, you know, in a different way or for a different reason. But... Um, in our universe, you really get to dive into the other characters' backstories through Star-Lord. And that's that's what I really, really loved about this game is, again, you get to know Drax better. You get to know Gamora, Groot, Rocket a little bit better. Um, so that's what I really love about our game. And that's one of my favorite things about our game. And on that note, I'm actually I'm excited to see what happens in MCU Guardians of the Galaxy 3. Yes, because it looks like they're it looks like they're going to, you know, dive into some of those storylines a little bit more as well, which is I know super <laughs> exciting. I, I saw I saw the rocket, uh, the small rocket or the probably child. Yeah, I was like, oh, my God, they're going there. I, I know. I know the yeah. story. <laughs> I, I can't wait, man. It's there's going to be so many tears. <laughs> it's going to be so many so tears. tears. I can't I wait. cry hard. <laughs> Man, I cannot wait for that. Yeah, and I can't wait. <laughs> Me too. Um, well, Eric Buckner has a, had a question about: uh, Did did you ever ask about uh, what's the difference between uh, the game Star Lord and and the MCU Star Lord, and like how does this game Star Lord stands out or it's different? Did you ever ask about that to the director? I didn't. Um, I didn't really ask directly per se, but I mean. The thought was certainly there. I mean, um, do you want any likenesses to the MCU was uh, like one of my first thoughts. I'm like, okay, well, it's like as early as when I first got the audition script, when I first auditioned for the project, I was like, okay, well, do I make the choice to, you know, make this similar to the MCU version or do I just have fun with it and infuse my own, you know, personality into it? And and I did. And I th I think it, it obviously worked, but, 100%. you know, again, like, so I never directly asked the question. Um, and part of that, again, was because we were told from day one before, before they even let me speak. <laughs> John, don't say a word. We have something to say. Um, <laughs> do not make this the MCU. No, but they were very adamant from the, the beginning that, you know, they chose us because, you know, we chose to make these characters our own and that they didn't want it to be, you know, a likeness to the MCU and they wanted it to be unique. They wanted it to be a unique story, unique characters, a unique world that is separate from, you know, what people have seen already in the films. That's great. I love that that happened because yeah. then we get to see amazing uh, you know, side of Star-Lord and everybody else. So it's very cool. Uh, Thank you. A Xenopath had a question and actually this is not, him only asking it a lot of people actually xenopath yeah i like right. that uh, xenopath <laughs> uh a lot of people actually ask this question do you have a favorite song from the soundtrack of the game oh that's so hard man <laughs> <laughs> everything is so good this, in this. i hate this question because <laughs> i love the music i don't yeah. hate the question it's a great question but oh man um 
I mean, Kickstart My Heart is always really good. Oh, yeah. That's one I always go back to. It's so good. it's so it's so hard to choose though, man. The yeah. the the soundtrack to this game is so phenomenal, and I'm so glad that they obviously chose to keep music a massive part of the franchise because it 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 has been and it should be and yeah. it should always be a huge part. And they absolutely knocked it out of the park. Um, if I can. Aside from the license tracks, I need to shout out. Uh, I need to shout out uh, uh, Steve and Johan, who are the creators of the fictional Star Lord band, because that uh, album, yes, <laughs> that album, Flarkin slaps so hard, <laughs> yes. and it is so good. And um, oh, what is the name of the Darkness Inside? Yes, that oh, is yes. probably my. It's not even like as like hardcore rock mm. or metal as some of the other songs in the album, but I absolutely love it because it just it speaks to, you know, I think what they're alluding to in that song, the darkness inside, is that that voice inside you that tells you that you can't do something. Yeah. Um, and you have to ignore it and fight it and just, you know, get it out of here. <laughs> get it out of your mind. Yeah. You know? And that's what the song about is about to me is is just not listening and not succumbing to that inner voice that tells you that you're not good enough or you can't do something or you'll never you'll never get there. Um, and I love that because that's that's something that I've everybody, not just me, everybody at some point in their life, uh, at all stages in your life, you know, is I'm personally really hard on myself. And there's a lot of times where I tell myself where I'm like, oh, I can't do that. I can't become a Twitch streamer. I can't. I'm not smart enough to do that. I can't be an actor. I, I'll never make it. Like, you can. Yeah. You can. You can. You can. You can. And that's why I love that song so much. So, love it. I, love I hate it. that question because they're all such good songs. I hate that question. There's no one favorite. We can't pick one. It's but it's a hard. good one. <laughs> There's no one good one. There's all good ones. Like, it's uh, yeah. so good. I love yeah. it so much. When I first actually played it, I was actually. Uh, wanting to put it out on on youtube and stuff and i and i saw like the license tracks i'm like oh gosh do i have to play this without songs and then i was like you know what I'm i not, know i'm not gonna do it <laughs> and i played it yeah <laughs> i'm not gonna do it i gotta listen to the soundtrack i gotta go through that yeah. moment that's so good yeah. uh so fun um but on that note i would say thank you so much for for coming by for for talking about this game it's such a wonderful game and you did such a phenomenal job i i love your version of star lord so much it's so much fun with it. Thank you so much, man. I appreciate you having me here. This is a lot of fun. This was a lot of fun. I, I, and thank you, honestly. Thank you, man, for... I, I I see you, man. You pop by the streams every now and then to say hi, and I love it, dude. Thank you, thank you, thank you. So, oh, no, thank you. Actually, I hope for... you continue to do so. It's always a pleasure. <laughs> thank you for actually doing that. I, I I actually tune into your stream. I tune into Alex's stream when I can. Uh, it's, you know, it's so fun to to see you guys play video games and, and also be a part of, because I didn't know that you, you were since I got to know that you are playing Star-Lord and I was like, he streams. And then I jumped into it straight away. So I was like, so <laughs> awesome to see that. So, <laughs> I had to. Thank you, man. I, I, I appreciate the support, brother. I, thank you so much for doing that though. But again, thank you so much for, oh, for all of this. This is, I cannot wait to see what's next for, for your future projects. Hopefully, Guardians of the Galaxy two, <laughs> and and maybe some more video games. I would love to see you, you, you in other video games as well. I've got, 
I've got some things coming. I will say that, but none of which I am allowed to talk about. So <laughs> stay tuned. I tried. <laughs> stay tuned. I'll leave it at that. I tried to ask, but didn't work. Damn it. <laughs> I'm excited. I'm excited nonetheless. I, when the, when that game comes out, I would love to talk to you about it. It's so it's going to be super awesome. I cannot wait. Thank you so much, guys, for listening to this interview with this amazing voice actor. It is so incredible that I get to share their story on how they work as a voice actor and their performance in the video game. It's just amazing in its own to talk to a voice actor who worked in these awesome video games. So if you enjoyed this podcast, I would highly appreciate if you could give it a follow and also share it with your friends or whoever who likes video games. And if you want to watch the video version of this very much interview, you can check it out on YouTube by the name Game in Madness. Thank you once again for listening and I'll see you guys in the next interview.